What's going on, everybody? Welcome and welcome back to Real Reality Realness with Cherie Laveau, the podcast where I, Cherie Laveau, dive deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and ask all the questions about what they don't want out. Today, we're going to be diving into the real reality of Alice in Bravo Land. We have Alice Dew here to discuss her love and history with all things Bravo, translate how the opulence of housewives is perceived in small town Arkansas, discuss how her Instagram page has had a meteoric success, and then discuss how that success is now going to translate into her new Etsy page, which is creating all sorts of Bravo goods. Lock in while I clock in, because we're about to get into it. Hi, hello. Hey, I finally did it. How goes it? (laughs) It's going. I had a little technical problem, but... You know, I'm still trying to figure this software out, too. It's all good. No worries. I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed when it comes to um, technology. Oh, it's all good. We got you here, and that's all that matters. I'm excited. This is my first podcast. That is so exciting. I'm so happy to have you here. This is technically the second actual show that I've ever done that's a podcast. And then this is, uh, now I do these five days a week. So now I'm kind of getting in the groove of it. So when people tell me that it's their first podcast, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. You're like, if you're, you're an old pro. Well, you know, I'm getting there. I'm working on it. (laughs) But thank you so much for taking my call. I really appreciate you giving me some of your time. I would love to get to know your experience with reality TV and how it, you know, allowed you or inspired you to, to channel that into making content. Fun, yes. Ask away. When did you fall in love with reality TV? Well, I mean... (laughs) I've been watching since I was probably like, what, 10 or 12 when Real World came out? Mm -hmm. So I guess I was that young watching reality. Sounds horrible, doesn't it? But (laughs) no, not at all. Because I've been watching reality TV for literally my entire life. You know, it depends on what you call or. Or, or what comes to mind when you think of as reality TV, because I grew up watching HGTV and, you know, Antique Roadshow oh, and those yeah. shows. And then it was Road Rules and the Real World. And then it was the MTV shows like Pimp My Ride and all right. of those shows. So, you know, there's been reality TV going on for a long time. Plus, I, plus if you've watched... Um, each true Hollywood story, technically you've watched a form of reality TV. Oh my god. That's more I of a docuseries and documentary. I forgot all about E Hollywood story. Like they don't make that anymore, right? They don't like like they used to drop a new one every now and again, but then they just kind of stopped doing it um on a regular basis. Like I wish they would do the show um Mysteries and Scandals. 
that was like a 30 minute version of like each true hollywood story but it was before each true hollywood story's time it was such a good show i i don't recall that but i do miss e true hollywood story they that would be good they should bring those back they totally should well the host of mysteries and scandals now does a podcast called fame as a bitch which is basically the same concept of of mysteries and scandals but he's just talking about these like classic celebrities these like classic hollywood people and just talking about the ups and downs of how being a celebrity plays into their lives it's a it's so it's a really good podcast it's, it, 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 his name is aj benza i'll have to look that up but you know what i'm like <laughs> i am horrible at i'm there's so many podcasts that i want to listen to but mm-hmm. it's like I feel like it it's work like I can't listen to them all you know I feel the exact same way about watching these shows like I, that's why I call Housewives now like the Housewives cinematic you, you, you universe because there's so many franchises there's so many Housewives there's so many shows it's like there's no way I can watch them all I like, know so I can understand because there's so many podcasts just in a general sense and then there's so many podcasts on Bravo and Housewives and there's so many podcasts on specific shows and it's a lot to keep up with like you just have to excuse me find the ones that stick out to you ones that just naturally draw you and just go with that and then if you find yourself listening to another one more power to you yeah and like I guess if you like had a job or something where you were like you could just put your you know your headphones on your earbuds in and just listen all day and like that would be that would be nice but I can't I can't work and and put I wish I could put my headphones on and be like sorry (laughs) I can't (laughs) talk right now listening to a podcast that's pretty much what I do. Like, I've been binge-watching this one show called Xena Warrior Business, and it's basically just a show where they go back and watch all the episodes of Xena and talk about it. Uh-huh. I've been binge- I- 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 I've been binge- binging that podcast for the past two days now, and it's been glorious for me. Well, um, I'm sorry, I don't... I couldn't figure out how to mute my notifications, but so I don't know if you heard that or not. But anyway, when I first started um, my page, I found another Bravo page that started like a Roni rewatch and Mm -hmm. they do a podcast on that. And I like really took it seriously when they were doing the rewatch and I made notes and everything. (laughs) I love that. Roni uh, with them, but I think they're on like season nine already and I've I've failed I've, I quit taking notes and I'm not even to that season yet I love it what franchise inspired you to start your page on Instagram well I wouldn't say like one single franchise to just being a major housewife fan in general was like hmm I think I can start I can do a page, not realizing that there was so many Bravo fan pages out there. Mm-hmm. I realized when I started this podcast, I, I I had the intention from the beginning to not specifically lock into Bravo Housewives, one specific network, one specific show, and I wanted to make it about reality TV just as a whole, so that I wouldn't box myself into one thing. Mm-hmm. But even when I started this show, I was like, there's so many podcasts talking about reality TV. 
then there's so many podcasts talking about Bravo. There's so many podcasts talking about Housewives specifically. And then breaking that down even further, there's so many podcasts or like fan pages just with the name, just with the words real reality in them. Yeah. Well, so whenever I started my page, I was like, okay, what am I going to name my page? And of course, I type in Bravo. You know, oh my gosh, so many things come up with Bravo in it. Or Real Housewives. And so I originally, my Alice and Bravo land page was originally, <laughs> and it's really cringy, but it was Real Housewives looks like L-E-W-K-S. You know, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I'm like, okay, Real Housewives looks. And uh, so if you go back to Alice in Bravo Land, like look at my very first post, which I shouldn't be calling myself out like this, but um, hey, I call says, myself out on this podcast all the time. It'll You're say, in a safe space. Like the memes I've made will have my the Real Housewives looks on it. So I can't, I, I couldn't, I didn't delete them, but I, got, I guess I could delete that off my page. So <laughs> no I one mean, If you wanted to go through an archive, like I've done it before I, like there's been a time where I've scrubbed my um, page of all content be- before a certain chapter in my life and be like, all the new people who discover me will discover me from this point and this yeah. point alone. <laughs> right. But this I is where you get to start. Yeah. I guess you just gotta own it, right? Sometimes, like Rena says. Sure. We could, we could use a better messenger, but the right. philosophy still stands. Yeah, uh-huh. Do you know of like an episode or a moment that inspired you to be like, okay, now I've done the page, I've created the content. You you, uh, know what? There's a line of merch that's not happening and I need to get on this. What was the moment that it was like the, the epiphany that was like, oh, this is what I need to be doing now? You mean like, um, what made me think oh I need to start a page yeah like what like 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 what was the moment was there like like, like a moment where you were watching the um, show or like when did the idea come to you to no. start the Etsy page oh my Etsy page well I just started the Etsy store maybe like three weeks ago but right. um, I, my sister has an Etsy page and she does different things on her page like but she does it's she's done really well with it and I always when I started my page you know I didn't I didn't um think I would have you know as many followers as I do now because I mean it's when when I first started out it's like wow this is gonna be a lot harder than I think you know Mm -hmm. to get a following or to get my name out there but somehow I just kind of uh I guess I got lucky I don't even know how I did it but I got um a momentum going and then I was like okay if I get to 10,000 followers I think I'm gonna try and do an Etsy store with merch because I I'm like a sucker for Bravo merch housewife right. merch so I'm like I'm just gonna make what I would want to wear you know or what I would want to you know, on a cup or something. And so then I got to 10,000 followers pretty quickly and I was like, okay, I'm not ready for this. All right, (laughs) you know, like 15,000. And then, so I just like dove headfirst into it. 
so here I am. I feel the exact same way way about this podcast. Like, I have a YouTube channel where I was discussing, you know, human rights and, like, social justice awareness issues with within the pop culture space on my YouTube channel. And I kind of took a break from that and was like, I need, you know, some mental health time. And then one day I was just really inspired. And I was like, I've been tossing around this idea for starting a podcast, but I just haven't been ready, haven't been ready. And then one day the inspiration hit me and I just jumped straight off the cliff, Thelma and Louise style, and just started the show, started recording episodes. And then like once I published the first one, I was like, oh, oh snap, I'm in this now. Yeah, you just, (laughs) I mean, if you, if it if it serves you and it makes you and you're doing something you like, just keep doing it, you know, and just go for it. Yeah, one million percent. This has truly been some of the most uh, refreshing content that I've done because usually a lot of the um, content that I do is is really serious. So it's been fun to keep it light and fun and just talk a little shit and just reminisce about shows that we love to watch. And just have fun. Yeah. I, um, so I followed, I only followed, um, Best of Bravo and Lucy on the Ground. And I Mm -hmm. followed them forever. So, and I loved all the stuff they did. And I was just like, I've been watching Housewives from the beginning. Like, I can do this, you know? So I just, it was a Christmas break at the end of December. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna start a page, but like I said, I didn't realize it's a little harder <laughs> than it looks or seems. Is there a difference in your creative process when you're doing stuff for your for your Instagram page versus creating merch for your Etsy page? Uh, yeah, I I get well, I don't know. I mean, like again, I haven't had the Etsy store very long, so I'm still kind of. Figuring, figuring that it out, out. yes yeah, yeah. so that right now I'm just making um and it's kind of like so I guess it's similar I'm just making merchandise that I would order myself you know right so and like content I just make content that I think is funny no one else might think it's funny or <laughs> but hey I'm laughing at myself that's fair and you know I got some advice once that was so relatable to me and I've kept it as like a a mantra there's an audience for everything there's an audience for any and everything so and I refuse to believe that I'm so unique that I'm the only one that thinks that that the stuff that I think is like 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 like, I'm the only one that thinks this so there's gonna be people who who see the um stuff stuff on your page and they'll be like oh that's the most funny thing I've ever seen why did nobody think of that before why is this the first time I'm seeing this is merged let me buy five of them this this is brilliant (laughs) right because there's always somebody who thinks that you know nobody's gonna be checking for this and then all of a sudden you you have 15,000 followers and that's the thing too though with Etsy is like there, like if you type in housewife sweatshirt on Etsy, mm-hmm. there's so many housewife sweatshirts, you know? Yeah. But you just, I guess you just gotta um, find the right little, what is it, niche? 
Yeah, niche, niche. niche. I'm still working on that pronunciation. That. Same. I'm still working on that. So I just write it and just leave it, just leave it at that, and I never say it out loud. I'm like, y'all know what I mean. What does Dorinda say? Say it, forget it, write it, regret it, or something. That. <laughs> <laughs> I might have said that wrong too. Probably. I misquote things all the time, like they're got, like, yeah. like they're Bible verses, and I'm I like, know, I, I said that. I probably just quote like it's my quote. It may be wrong, but it fits for what I'm trying to say. Oh, I've 100% passed off just opinions that I've had on the episode as quotes that housewives have said. Like, she said this and this and this. She was like, no, she didn't. Oh, that must have just been what I was thinking when I was watching it. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> I love it. Now, as a woman in a small town, shout out to Arkansas. Um, <laughs> did you fall into housewives relatably or aspirationally? Oh, Meaning no. like, oh, sorry definitely not relatable I don't think where I'm at like I'm uh-huh. I'm in a very rural area so mm. so you don't think that there's a cast in your town of just creepy <laughs> women who have the biggest I, farms in the neighborhood I mean if we did I don't know it would it wouldn't be like real housewife it would be like a parody probably I love that like a ladies of or like a Shaws of Sunset or yeah. one of those. But I feel like it would really, I don't even know, it would be like probably the trashiest TV ever. So it'd be like Housewives meets like Laura Bama Shore. Not to call them trashy. I haven't no, watched this show, yeah. so I'll be y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but that type of concept. But I really feel like um, if... Like, there was cameras following my family around. Oh, my gosh. We do. It would be pretty comical. So, if you could join a franchise or create a franchise, which would you do and why? If I could join or create one? Yeah. like I don't think I would want to be on a franchise. So, you mean, like... So, like, if you could either join a um, franchise of Housewives, create your own franchise of Housewives, or just create your own show for, like, Bravo or um, Peacock, what would be most appealing to you? Like, 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 like if Andy Cohen came to you and said, we just want your family on, on TV, where do you want to go? Oh, yeah, he would just have to make, we wouldn't fit in the, we wouldn't fit in the boxes for housewives material I don't think so he would just have to create an our own show I don't even know what it would be called so you haven't thought this out you haven't no, thought of the name and the pitch no I don't think Andy's gonna be knocking on my uh, door anytime soon though you know so well I mean the publisher's clearinghouse was a real thing <laughs> Ed McMahon was just walking up to random people's doors with big checks. Andy Cohen could bring that back and just start walking up to people's doors with contracts. Andy would know. be mortified if he drove down my mile dirt road and uh, knocked on my door. He would be so scared. <laughs> Jackson Brittany got a spinoff down to the Kentucky. I'm just saying. Yeah. There's potential there. Oh, gosh. And people still want a Real Housewives in Nashville. Yeah, I I think so too. I I um think that would be good. What do you think? 
Um, I don't know that much about Nashville. And with all the rumors that I've heard about it, like, mm-hmm. like, like with the potential cast and stuff, it seems like they're all like country music singers' wives. Yeah. Mostly. So I'm like, well, that's an interesting concept. I mean, like, Salt Lake City was framed around the the um, concept of like the Mormon church and like the different religions that are surrounding that area. And so it's not completely foreign that a Housewives franchise can be built within a niche. So maybe country music is just another niche that they want to dive into. There's that word, you're using the word, niche. You know, I'm forcing fetch to happen right now and just praying that I'm using it correctly. <laughs> um, so I I really like country music. So that scene appeals to me with um, like Nashville behind the scenes or closed doors. Or... You know, I'm going to really do a crossover on reality TV that nobody thought would happen. If they do a Real Housewives of Nashville, I want to know where Carrie is from the first season of The Bad Girls Club, who came on the show as the bad girl of country music, and she was trying to get a new record deal because she got dropped for posing in FH in like some men's magazine and all of that stuff. I don't remember that. I watched Bad Girls, but I don't remember that. But now I'm, and I had forgot about Bad Girls Club. I mean, like you never forget about Bad Girls Club, but I haven't thought about it. Those girls are. I haven't Hmm. thought about it in a while. I wonder if I can, where I can find those old episodes. Tubi. Download the um, Tubi app. They're on um, Tubi right now. You who can do a free account and watch I think they have all 17 seasons up there oh gosh I could barely make it through season 3 I tried to go back and like watch all the ones that I had watched because I hadn't I had only watched 4 seasons out of 17 so I was like let me just take a project and just take a take take maybe a week and just binge Uh all 17 seasons I could barely make it through season three. I was like, I can't do this. These women are problematic. This this show is crazy. I am too old for this mess. I don't know what I was thinking. Who put this on television? What is going on? Who do I call to report this? Like, what is going I, I, on? I'm calling the police. I'm calling, like, I need an adult. I need to file a report. There is a problem happening. No wonder Oxygen went in a completely different direction. And, and just went straight to crew, uh, straight straight to true crime you know they what have... also like i want to watch and it's probably if i rewatched it i would need to call the police on it as well as um the brett michaels rock of love oh yeah <laughs> yeah i would need a doctor i would need an adult i would need a psychiatrist I actually found some old episodes of Daisy and Love, and I started watching it, and I couldn't get through 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 the first episode. I was like, "Why did we watch this?" That this is VH1, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I was like, "Why did we subject ourselves to That's this television?" All we had. That's all we knew. We didn't know better. We, we, we didn't know we, any. Set yourself up for this, okay? Why couldn't we just be happy watching the Swan? Like, oh, why God. did we the watch the Swan? This? I never forget about. I think about the Swan at least once a week, and sometimes I'll bring it up to people, and they don't even they don't remember. It's really one of those like if you know you know, but it's like a housewives deep deep cut because like Dr. Debro was on the 
he was one of the surgeons on the SWAT. Like, no one ever calls him out for that. Why has that never come up? Like, I thought, like, I thought when Nicole Reese came on that season and like that. <laughs> That whole lawsuit came up. I thought she was gonna be like, "Yeah, I sued him for malpractice because I I, I was on the Swan and I, I hated it." I was on the it. Swan, and that's why you know, <laughs> Shannon didn't know who she was. She was a totally different person because she'd been on the Swan. I think exactly. we might have cracked. I think that we've just cracked some a code or like broke. It made sense to me. I was like, "That's why she looks like a completely different human being." It's because she she was on the Swan. Yeah. Why is no one talking about this? And why did she leave in the middle of the season? Heather should have done enough to keep her on the show. She should have fought her. The swan was so toxic. Toxic. It was iconic for all the wrong reasons. It is, that is a mental health trip. Like that is a mind F word beyond (laughs) all mind F words. Like to lock someone in a hotel room, completely rip their entire face off give them a new body a new face and not allow them to see themselves until they're healed enough to react to it along with their entire family their entire family national television and this was not vh1 bravo this was this was like like abc ABC. yeah nbc prime time like this was this was like the bachelor survivor right and it was it was like survivor this was like prime time TV. This was the amazing race of our time. Yeah, we just we just really spiraled here over the swan. Yeah, that just went completely left because I don't understand. I'm gonna do a whole episode of this podcast on the swan because that is a journey for me that I am willing to take. But let's get back on track. In fact, we might. I actually may have you back on for that episode. Yeah. So we just just... may do a whole deep dive on the swan. Yeah, do a deep dive like on Terry DeBrow and the swan and... And see if we can find a connection between the producers and Nicole Reese. Like, we need to talk to somebody about this. I think it's Nicole and this might... Is it Niece? (laughs) Like Niece? Is it Nicole Niece? Nice. I... I thought it was Reese, like like Reese Cup. I don't know. I think it's Niece. Maybe she left maybe halfway through the season, so we'll never find out. I'm confused maybe we'll fi- with the word niche, and maybe that's it. We'll figure it out during the deep dive. We'll, we'll to be continued, children. We'll we'll update you later on this to find out what Nicole's real last name is. Stay tuned to a future episode to be determined. Right. Do you find super rich or super normal housewives stick out to you the most? Oh, see, I just, I was thinking about that the other day. Do I like them because they're just over the top or do I like them because I can relate on some level? So mm-hmm. I don't know, like I love both an over-the-top housewife, but then I also love a housewife that seems normal. Mm. See how I rationalize that is, I, to me, how I rationalize that is, a housewife being super wealthy can be a cherry on top. But a housewife being super normal and relatable has to be the whole cupcake for me. Do you get what I mean? Like, I can't take her being super rich, but not being relatable. 
But I can take her being super relatable and not being rich. Okay. So for me, it's like, well, who'd you rather? Would you rather the girl that's super rich but has no personality? Or would you rather the girl who has all the personality but doesn't have all the coins? Yeah, I'll take the later ladder of the of that. Same. Like I would like I love but but I also, you know, have a history of liking housewives and loving housewives that that the fan base generally hates. Uh-huh. So you may not want to roll with my opinion on this. <laughs> Cause I may get you caught up in something. But like <laughs> you know, it you know took to pivot that to help you get uh, to avoid a black hole on that what's your favorite franchise do you have like one that's just your show it's like that's always appointment tv definitely new york it is like Hmm. that it it feels like home to me when i put on old roni it's Hmm. like uh, i could just get all cozy and drift off you know like it feels like i'm at home like i've just walked in and mom's got something cooking on the stove (laughs) in her sonia morgan toaster oven yes it just yeah it just gives me (laughs) warm fuzzy feelings old roni i love that i feel like that about you know maybe it's just because i remember watching it but I haven't gone back and watched old OC in a long time. But when I think about the way that you describe Roni, that warm, fuzzy, just old home feeling, I want to say Orange County, but I can definitely say Atlanta. Like the first few seasons of Atlanta, like right when, like it started changing when Nene's face started changing. (laughs) But, But right when Nene realized, like, like for me, when, when it stopped being good is like season four, when Nene first got her teeth done and then shit started getting different. Uh, yeah, you get your teeth done and you start you start acting a different way with different teeth. The hair got blonder, the teeth got bigger. It was just, it was a lot going on. And then the show just kind of started going downhill, but it was like the most gradual decline I've ever seen. And then this right. season I was like, oh, now we've hit rock bottom. Oh, I was so disappointed with this season. Like, I was so excited that Sheree was coming back. And I just, I mean, I still watch it, but it's, like, just kind of on in the background, and I'll find myself, like, getting up and actually doing laundry or something, you know? Right. I just, I think this season was terrible, but... That, but there's a host of reasons why I think that 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 the majority of the women were were faking it for the cameras and doing extra just to make make scenes and make the show and, and yeah well, it just takes me back. out of the realism they need to get back to like kind of how I think are they wanting to do with Roni maybe maybe do like a legacy and a legacy. new girl yeah I don't know I but could see that I, happening I've heard that Portia might be coming back. I don't know if it's a rumor, but... I personally think it's a rumor. Just because if your spinoff wasn't successful, what you gonna bring back to the show? Especially when you done quit all your TV jobs. She quit three television shows for Simon. Mm. Guobadia. I don't understand. Maybe her gold naked hair and her pamper by by Portia's sheets are just selling like that. That that she ain't gotta be on TV. Have you tried the sheets? Because I've I haven't, and I, I've had them in my cart several times. 
I wanted to try the sheets, and then she pulled this mess with Simon, and I just stopped trusting her. So now I'm like, I don't trust you. I don't know if I want to give you my money. I don't know if I oh. trust you. And do she doesn't need it anymore? If she don't need it, no. her new her new dude got forty million or, or however much money. He's supposed to be super rich. Child. She can go run off to Africa with him. It's fine. <laughs> Listen, do you have a top five favorite housewives? Just just from any franchise, top five girls that are just the ones that live rent free in your mind. Well. Luann is always on my mind. Love that. I love her. She's just, and I love that she loves her. You know? <laughs> I love that. Um, so Luann, and then I I do love Nene. Like, she's got to be in a top five. You know? Yeah. Um, and that. then, like, Teresa, she, you either love her, you hate her, but I just, she's in the top five for me, you know, because she's give us so much. I mean, she's literally been to prison. Right. Like, it, it, like, Teresa is one of those, like, you love her or you hate her. And, like, mind you, you're in a safe space, so I'm not going to debate any of your answers. You're in a safe space. There's no wrong answers here. But, um... But... <laughs> but Teresa is one of those girls, like, if... If... Giving your all to a show was a person, it's Teresa. Like, she's giving you her kids, she's giving you her family, she's giving you her brother, she's giving you her parents, she's giving you her husband, she's giving you her freedom. I know. <laughs> like, like, I mean, her father, her mother passing away. Heartbreaking. She's, and then, um, like, it's so heartbreaking to see the, like, Viewed with the family now, you know it really. She even gave is you the so daughters. Sad. Like now, her daughters are coming on camera wearing folks out. Like she's giving you everything. I don't know if it's healthy, yeah. but she has given you everything. This, I like the show has ripped their family apart with like Melissa, and you know I'm talking like I actually know this, but I do actually know this, well, right? We know this. Well, I mean, we know this because like I listen, I do. The whole point of my show is that I dive deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary. And I ask all the questions about what they don't <laughs> want out. So the whole point of my show is to be nosy as hell, right? So producers have come out and talked about like, Andy Cohen and Carlos King have both come out and said that Teresa did not know that Joe and Melissa were coming on this show until a week before when they got invited to Melissa's christening. I mean, so that, I mean, they set it all up. Right, like, these are not rumors anymore. Just because yeah. Melissa and Joe still deny it doesn't mean that it's still, that, that it's a rumor. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, think about what you said, though. Like, Andy knew, he's, Andy said that, like, it's kind of sad. I mean, we've gotten a lot of entertainment out of it, but yeah. that it who would have known that that would have like years later still been ripping a family apart? Right, because really that was the reason healthy. why. I, it's not at all. And that's the reason why I fell in love with New Jersey in the first place was because of the dynamic with the Manzos and the uh-huh. and that family dynamic. And then when it shifted to the Judais and the Gorgas with like Kathy Wakili and Rosie and 
Joe and Melissa and all of them and like the whole family coming. I love that because I love real reality TV. Like I love a real you like well, I mean you can fake that dynamic, but you can but you can fake it a lot. You can't fake it as long with your real family members. Do you right. get what I mean? Yes, yes. But uh-huh. the but the problem is is that went left so quickly for both families. Like to the point where Dina and her new husband were like attacked and assaulted and Caroline wrote a character statement for the people who attacked her. Like that's crazy. That's your real sister. Yo, that's a lot. And then with the whole Teresa bringing the whole people on there that said that she was a stripper and then the whole new thing about this season, Teresa's supposed to be spreading the rumor that she cheated on Joe and it's just too much. Like like, these are your fit. Like these are your blood family members where is the line like always in the back of my mind i want to say you know these people are just doing this for us to give us you know a show really like behind the scenes i really hope they're like getting together and eating dinner together and but you know and it's all a charade i really want it to be like as much as i want it to be real reality and and i want what we're getting from these shows to be real when it comes to stuff like this, a part of me really wants to um, make sure that I, make sure that, I'm, I'm sorry, my dogs are acting an ass right now. Go and sit down, <laughs> please and thank you. I'm trying to be professional here, sheesh. But as much as I want these, like this show to be real and since you're calling it reality TV, I want it to be real. When it comes to shows like this, a part of me does want it to be like, no, call cut, and then y'all go to Roscoe's and have some chicken and waffles, because this is ridiculous. Yeah, so to piggyback kind of off the family dynamic thing, like one of my, another one of my top five is Kim Richards. So Yeah, icon. Then you've got the whole toxic family on camera there too, you know, the relationship. Yes, Kim. And now it's Kathy and Kyle. Listen, I have a whole conspiracy theory that I believe that she, that Kyle brought both of her sisters on this show specifically to destroy them. I have a strong conspiracy on that because it's now not only been once but twice that you've brought your family members on this show and has used Lisa Ritter to take them down, as they say on on, um, Housewives. And it's getting old for me. Coincidence? Hmm. I think not. And listen, I am a proud person who claims to be the head of the Housewives Human Resources Department. I, I, I think deeper into this, to this than a lot of people probably ever will. I just genuinely think that she came on here and brought Kim on there to get her off of her purse strings. Because if you remember in the first season, she said that her and her husband were um, taking care of her like a second wife and all of that stuff. So I think that she brought her on the show initially so that she could make her own money. And then things just went to hell from there. Um, But then with Kathy, I genuinely find it to be like a deep rooted revenge plot. Because if you remember, they weren't speaking for 10 years before she came on this show. And then next thing you know, the first time that we see them together again is on camera. Like, mm. 
And then on top of that, part of the reason y'all fell out in the first place was because y'all did a TV show, or, well, you did a TV show, The American Woman Show. So, like, how does all of this work? How does all of this work? Like, now you bring her on for what? Because I feel like if Lisa Renner is hooping and hollering about Kathy saying she gonna take down Bravo, take down NBC, do you think Kathy possibly had something to do with American Woman getting canceled? Hmm. Never thought about that. I have Maybe a lot of conspiracy theories. Maybe it just got canceled because it wasn't that great. I didn't watch it, so I can't con- confirm nor deny. Now, I love Alicia Silverstone, oh, but yeah, I just too. wasn't about to pay for another streaming service. I don't like it that much. Uh, um, and I'm always like, why... Why would Kathy Hilton have to, or why would she want to come on The Housewives? Because Paris just released that documentary the year before where she got painted as a bad mom for sending her child to that damn um, school where they beat and drug Right, children. but do, I mean, does she... I mean, I, I Was Housewives, housewives the, 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 a big the best a, choice to come and fix her image? No, right. not like, at can't all. They get their, I figure they could have their own show any day, any time. Well, I think that's the reason why Paris and Love happened. I think that that was part of, that was a condition on Kathy's contract was, fine, I'll do a season of Housewives as a friend of if you give Paris a wedding special. Also, um, so we got Paris and Love on Peacock. I was thinking the other day too, like, damn, why um, is Kyle after, I mean, if someone threw a glass at my sister and a, like I wouldn't even why is Kyle still hanging out with Renna like you heard my conspiracy theory yeah okay yeah <laughs> you heard what I said girl right so I'm just backing up what you just said anyway. see what I'm saying like uh, and like Kathy brought that home when she said I didn't think that there was anything that I could do to scare Renna when she got physical with my sister mm-hmm. I I was like, ooh. I um, watched the episode the other day. I didn't watch it like when it was airing. And so I had watched the episode where it was like to be continued. And then I just watched the most recent one. And I was like, it really, it painted Renna in a light that I didn't think they were going to paint her in. You know what I mean? Like it was that whole scene was so disgusting. To I I am so happy that it's coming out like this because we are seeing Rena at her most malicious and we're seeing all of the all of the and like I've been saying that this season like all of the manipulation and all of the antics that Kyle and Rena and all of these girls have been able to get away with for so long, I think all of that is starting to melt away now. I think now we're finally starting to get some real actual stories going on. And we're starting to see what we've, what we've, we as fans who watch the show too closely have been saying for years, but now the editors are actually showing it in real time so that we can see it happen on TV. Like we've been saying that Rena is this manipulative, malicious, hot stirring evil takedowny bitch for years excuse my French 
We've been saying this for years. She's been doing it since season one with Kim's sobriety, Yolanda's Munchausen, Dorit's party victims doing coke in the bathroom. Like she, she takes been, it. She takes it to a whole nother level. She's been doing it since day one. Well, and how, now... Sorry. Huh? Well, oh, sorry, Weta. Well, I don't know if... Are you following the whole drama that's unfolding in the Bravo fan page itself? Of, um, the conspiracy behind the actual reason as to why... Um, Rena's so upset with Kathy. Like they're saying it's not like they've edited everything out and they've like made it look that it was because of the conga. <laughs> I listen, I've heard a lot of co- conspiracy theories where they've talked about conga lines, they've talked about tequila. Like David's trying to make it seem like Kathy been showing her ass for nothing all season long. Like she flipped out about tequila, like it's about a conga line. Somebody tried to make it seem like like um, now they're trying to say that Crystal is saying that she flipped out because they wouldn't play play Michael Jackson's Billie Jean. I was like, what are y'all trying to do to this woman? Yeah, that's and what why? I was like. There's a whole drama brewing on on within the Bravo fan pages of one page is like said she got an inside tip that um from someone that was at the is it Kimasabi? No, is that where they burn the hat? I can't even remember to be honest with what you. What was the place of that? Um, oh gosh, Caribou Club. Oh, okay. And that supposedly they wouldn't play Michael Jackson, and she flipped out and um, made like a slur, you know? And yeah, so- like they were saying Kathy was saying all these racist and homophobic things, and I was like really like it's all this like cat i just do you and so that she sent out the cease and is it cease and desist yeah like like now she's doing cease and desist letters and she's suing and and so they say that bravo totally rewrote the um the story basically yeah i just i i don't know how much of that i actually believe personally because it just seems like it's way too much. Like, it just seems like it doesn't make any real sense. Because it's like, why would they, why would they continue to film with her? Why would they continue to have her around? Why would they continue to like, have her on the show? It seems like now she's becoming a liability. Like, what, like, what is she bringing to the show to, to warrant all of that? Do you get what I mean? Like, why would mm-hmm. them, why would them changing the entire dynamic of the show now be worth it for somebody who is a friend of the show? Right. That doesn't but, make any sense to me. Well, I guess they're saying because of all the power Kathy Hilton has, you know, if they don't, then they could face consequences and the. If it was that deep for me, Hollywood. I would just cut her out out of the entire show. I would have just cut her completely out. Then right. let that be the drama for the season. Y'all don't get Kathy at all now. Blog <laughs> about that. Tweet about that. Tweet about that. Then let Renna go on Instagram and be like, yeah, she she had the whole show change because of this, that, and the third. And she filmed the entire season. She was at this cast photo and that, 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 that. 
And now she's not in the show at all now. Why? Why wasn't Kathy in any of the episodes? Hmm, I wonder. That would have given Liz, that would have given Liz to run a fuel for another two seasons. Yeah, and it's like, I'm, I'm exhausted. I am exhausted with Rena's stories. Like, what's next season? Who is she going after next season? Kyle. Oh, she ain't got God. nobody left to go after except Erica and Kyle. There's nobody left for her to go after. I love, you know, you know, you got to be a housewife fan, and you have to love the the messiness. But there, to a to a certain point, like let's get some lighthearted shit too. Okay. Like when does yeah? It's like when does it end? Because even the lighthearted shit is a mess. Like like. This season, the lighthearted shit is all y'all are just a bunch of hypocritical drunks. <laughs> y'all are just a bunch of hypocritical drunks. <sighs> but because yeah, here we are. This, but here we are. Listen, I need an outlet. So if y'all want to give me the material, I'll gladly talk about it. <laughs> but, I, but I can't help but acknowledge that they've been all season excusing Erica for the same things that they would have nailed Brandy Glanville to the cross for. Oh, yeah. Now, speaking of Beverly Hills, do you prefer Housewives pre or post Beverly Hills? Old Housewives or new Housewives? Because I think that the Housewives in the early OC, early New York, early Atlanta, early New New Jersey I feel like that was one type of housewife and then when Beverly Hills came in I feel like they ushered in a whole new archetype of what housewives is supposed to be and it was like a whole new shift into what the franchise turned into I feel like Beverly Hills is on their whole other they're just on their own island you know like it's kind of like I see they brought in are you talking about like they brought in the I don't like I kind of wish it would go back to like no clamp squad and all that you know right like they brought in the uber opulence they brought in everybody driving Rolls Royces Kyle FedExing a $10,000 Rolex to dinner through an uber like like they like they just do stuff like that like it's normal and it's like but I liked them for that you know what I mean like it was a new fresh I liked them for that I liked it when it was genuine. Right. The problem is, is now every housewife that comes on any franchise now tries to be that, whether they have it like that or not. Yeah, and we and see a lot of so girls faking trying so hard to do that. They get themselves owing. Now money we get girls and... like Jen Shaw running around here doing all this fronting and crunting and money laundering and embezzling and cheating and stealing, all because she wants to be Teresa Judice. And it's like, girl, like what? First of all, what a role model, considering your current 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 p- p- positioning. But then also, it's like if you ain't got it like that, you just ain't got it like that. Like, why you got a friend? Like, you're being indicted and you buying six two thousand dollar necklaces. Like, I don't understand. Listen, that ain't my business. I I, I can't count nobody pockets. I just. But I have a podcast, so I have a right to talk about it. Shout out to the First Amendment. <laughs> but like, what? Like, what are we supposed to do with that? Uh, do you know what I mean? And speaking of, speaking of, you know who I got questions for? 
Meredith Marks. Mm-hmm. You want to know why? Because wasn't Meredith the exact same one last year who didn't want to eat the meal that Jen Shaw paid for because she was being indicted for stealing from old people? Oh, but now this yeah. season, she's out here doing interviews talking about Jen needs support after she pleaded guilty? Well, I guess that's all to unfold as to why, right? Because the season just started. So I'm, I'm thinking Jen we're going to see when you? that pivot happened. What does Jen have on you? Because that's a hard pivot. That is <sighs> a hard pivot to you not even wanting to eat the lady taco. <laughs> you didn't even want to have a quesadilla with Jen last year because she got accused of stealing and now the woman pleaded guilty and now you're like we just need to rally around her show the woman some sympathy didn't she wasn't she with jen when she pleaded i don't know that i I don't know i thought and i could be making this up that they had traveled with her and like they didn't even know she was gonna plead i have no idea now, if that is true, you just dropped an exclusive on me. Shout out to you, girl. Well, and I, maybe I made that up. I don't know. So don't hold me to that. But I think I thought that they were, like, supporting her and went with her, you know, to, like, um, was it, did she go to New York to get sentenced? Yeah. Or to, not sentenced. She hasn't been sentenced yet. But um, I thought her and someone else, was it Heather, was with her? I honestly have no idea. You're putting me on to new information. Okay. So if so if this hasn't been announced and this happens later on in, in the season, I will come back and re-release this clip and say that that you predicted this. Well, I think it's out there. I mean, I don't... <laughs> it, it may be... You gave me the... Excla- just run with it. Okay. I, can't, I predicted all of this. <laughs> all right. Yes. No, but... Like, I have no idea, though. Like, so if it is out there, you knew and I didn't. Because I don't know. But I just, it just, when she pled guilty, I said, wait a doggone minute. Like, what is, how did, what? This just changed everything. I know. It it just, I was like, I liked Jen on the show I was I liked her and I wanted and then that came out with um you know the accusations and I'm like a little hesitant and then when she pled guilty I was really like oh this really changes things you know Jen was one of those you know how you how you love to hate people mm-hmm. Jen was one of those people that I hated to love right like I hated that I loved her so much because she just did things that I didn't understand and and I had so many questions around her and her situation and her marriage and her stuff with her children and I felt like she traumatized Omar but that's a whole different situation. <laughs> you can see me talk about that on my YouTube channel. But I just, I just, there was a lot of questions. But as a housewife, just solely as a housewife, take everything else out of it. One paper as a housewife, she was brilliant. She's great. She was. She came in. She was unhinged from the very beginning. We knew she had. We knew that she was not all there. Right, and we, I loved it. Yeah, but I didn't I expect know. it to go down that road. 
I didn't expect it to go criminal now. I just thought that she was a little crazy. But a lot of the girls on Salt Lake City are a little crazy. Mm-hmm. But Mary I think, Cosby was kooky I think as you hell. just have to be to be a housewife. You have to have a little... That's fair, but not all housewives were Mary Cosby crazy. Uh, not all housewives Mary. are like Ramona Singer crazy. I loved Mary. Little I love girl. her too. Little girl. Uh, man, when I say Mary is a Mary is a gem, but there's just a certain group of housewives that you that you love them, but you also are concerned about their mental health a little bit. Like Mary Cosby, like Ramona Singer, like a Katie Ross, like a Kelly Ben Simone. Like they're great TV, but you worry, are they okay sometimes? It's like, uh-huh. are you all yeah. the way all right? And I'm need sure to call doing somebody. a show like this isn't gonna, you know, help, help at right. all. Which, which is why I'm glad they dove into that into that season that Katie came back to Potomac with them crazy ass looking wigs. I follow Katie on Instagram. Do you? Doing? No. You should. But I will. You should. My podcast page will. I try to follow everybody, but I just go by by the suggestions that drop down after the people I look for. I'll just go through who they suggest I follow and then just pick from that. And so if I don't think to follow you, and if you don't drop down in those suggestions, then I'll just get to you when I get to you. But, um, but the Katie- pod will follow you. Katie posts a lot of things that's really, I'll be scrolling by and it's really shocking. Like, of Mm. herself in the bathtub. Oh. Yeah. And the heading is, you have to decipher it to try and figure out what she's saying. And, like, I'll go to the comments and it's like, people are saying, you need to take this down. Please take this down. Like, you know. Um, yeah. And then it'll be gone. See, I don't want Katie to go down like a Tila Tequila kind of road. Because mm-hmm. that just, this is what I'm talking about when but I say like. Just, but I don't know. Like, I don't know any of them. Maybe personally. she's just obviously she's kooky. just kooky. I don't, you know, we're all, we can all, we're all different. Now I'm with you on that because people could probably hear me. People could probably hear me speak for five minutes, for five or ten minutes, and <laughs> think I'm batshit crazy too. So I'm not here to judge nobody. Exactly. And for least... confirmation, I am batshit crazy, but some people enjoy that. Yeah. God bless you. <laughs> and okay. and hold and hold on to your weed. Now, if you could write the job description for New House Rides. What makes a great housewife to you? Gosh. Um, <laughs> like, my God. Well, peace, huh? That's, <laughs> I mean, it's, that's just a hard question, I guess. Um, what, number one? You know, like I said, I love Lou because Lou loves, and Lou loves herself. Like, I just, I just feel like she's like the ultimate housewife. She also has been to jail. Yes, she has. Shout out to Luann. You've got to be a little over you definitely, I guess you have to be over the top. Mm-hmm. And then, then that goes back to the question too you were asking about do you like an over the top housewife or one you can relate to? So, but I think you have to be over the top. Um, 
I don't know. Isn't, aren't they all just over the top? You know, it depends because there are over the top housewives like a Nene Leaks, like a Lisa Renna, and then there are the calm housewives that I love, like a Eileen Davidson, like a mm. whoa. I used to love Teddy Mellencamp, but right now she on my shit list, and I ain't got nothing for her right now. But Teddy on the show was great for me. Eileen is probably my favorite housewife of all time. I love a house. I love it when they give me a housewife that is kind of like a crossover with a. She, there are like I loved when Lisa Renna came on because I loved Billy Reed on Days of Our Lives. So I was right. loving that I was getting to see the soap actress on the housewives her right, life seeing actual famous people on yeah. now this reality and then, show like eileen she was on days of our lives i'm like oh you get to see like their life you know yeah her first scene she won an emmy her first like that's iconic alone like what other housewife you know just walk on the show winning an emmy because you know when oc started they weren't they were just they were actual housewives right and the same with i guess with new york who did we get like i mean the countess hat she had she she wasn't really a celebrity she had was married to the count that you know what she was probably recognizable she wasn't necessarily famous right and then we had um bethany bethany who had been on martha stewart's uh apprentice so i but no I guess Beverly Hills was the first to really bring us like celebs, right? Yeah, like actual famous people who we knew before they were on the show. Like some people knew who Kim and Kim and Kyle Richards were before. I didn't know who they were, but I knew who Faye Resnick was. I don't know what that uh, says about me as a person, but I knew who Faye Resnick was. <laughs> well, I mean, I watched Little House on the Prairie, so I knew that Kyle was on there. <laughs> I read Faye Resnick's book, so once again, don't know what that says about me as a person. But... And of course, you knew that Kyle was, you know, you'd just be like, oh, that's um, Paris Hilton's aunt. Right. It's like, oh, the, oh, those are Paris Hilton's aunt. She's, those, those are Paris' mom's sisters. And, mm-hmm. you know, so, I, so it's like, you know of them, but it's not like, you know, you really knew who they were. I saw Faye Resnick and I was like, whoa, Faye Resnick. Hey, what's she doing here? I, I want to see more of Faye I love it when we get like um yeah like you get to see the intertwining of the stars or of celebs and housewives and how they know each other and you know how oh they're friends like you wouldn't even think oh they're they're friends you would never have known that you know yeah like with Beverly Hills like I kind of knew who Camille was because I had seen her on red carpets with with Kelsey because he produced a lot of shows that I loved like girlfriends and the game and you know Frasier is iconic so you know I pseudo knew who she was I kind of knew who Adrian was because I knew the Maloof name just from pop culture yeah so I kind of knew who she was um, but like, you know, and Lisa Vanderpump, she had done stuff in Europe. She had been in music videos and been an actress in Europe, but I don't know anything much about that. But like, they all kind of had these levels of recognizability that a lot of the other housewives didn't have with the exception of like Bethany in New York because she had been on an actual American TV show before. But I think that that was kind of intentional. I think with that, 
in the beginning, Andy didn't want to cast recognizable faces. Right. Which was stupid to me, but, you know, they learned. If you could do one cast trip from any franchise over to either make it better or to keep it from going as bad, which one would you redo and why? I love that they all go bad. (laughs) (laughs) Why would I want to redo all that classic, uh, like, Scary Island? I love it. Um, And then we've got this one to Aspen. I mean, I just know I like, I I want them to go on a trip because I know it's going to be horrible. It's going to be hell on earth and you're ready for a death match. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the honesty in that. I appreciate that, Stan. I appreciate that. <laughs> I genuinely love that. Because, like, there's just certain things, like, that, that like, happen on Housewives when you know hell is going to break loose. When, when the whole cast comes together for dinner, somebody going to get cussed the fuck out. Can they when they ever go on just, a cast trip, hell is going to break loose. Can they ever just it. eat? Like, I feel like I would be sitting there just like, let me, I want to eat. Let's eat. Yes. Like, I always think about Frank Catania when he's like, as soon as they get to arguing, I, I, I start shoveling food in my mouth, trying to finish my food before they try to kick us out. Yeah. I, and I feel like that would be me. Like, as soon as they get to hollering, I would just scoot to the end of the table where my plate and just start. Like, can I get a to-go box immediately? Please. I, now, if it were me and I was on Housewives, I would literally just order one plate to sit there and pick through while they arguing, but I would order the same meal already in a to-go box. So when the shit jumps off, I I, I could just take my to-go to plate and go on, on to the car. Good idea. Just be like, go ahead. I'm going to order this, but just I'm get it packed. I want it to go. Yeah, just make me one to go to. Fix me one to eat here, but but like this gonna be the appetizer. But just go ahead and fix me this to go to. It reminds me I, of because I'm not gonna be able to finish this here. Of the one of the episode where like I guess it's where Brandy gets into it with um, Kyle regarding Kim, I think, and they're eating pizza off the floor, uh, the sidewalk. Yes, it's when um, they're at some party and. Kyle flips flips Kim off and was like, fuck you, Kim. And then she tries to talk to her sister as, like, Brandy's trying to take her out. And then she, like, grabs Brandy and, like, Brandy swirls her around and pushes her back down the steps. Then they're outside on the curb eating pizza, waiting for their car. I was like, this is, this is a lot. Like, this is a bit much. I think there's just a clipper. They're picking up a piece of pizza. Off the oh, well, then I may be thinking about a whole different scene. No, there. no, that's what it... But I'm just saying, when they're outside, was there just random pizza on the sidewalk? I don't remember how that happened. I can't remember. I thought that she was, like, carrying... Uh, I thought that Brandy was carrying stuff out, like, on a plate. Then when she grabbed her, like, when they had that oh, whole exchange yeah. between her and Kyle, the uh, pizza went flying out of the plate. So I thought that she was just grabbing it off of the floor and be like three-second rule, I guess. I don't know how that ended. <laughs> but maybe she was just like, I ain't gonna leave the pizza on the people driveway. Like, I'm not that much of a bitch. I'm not gonna, you know, just litter in the people home. Maybe it was good pizza. I can't leave it behind. Maybe it was caviar pizza, honey. That's expensive pizza. Li- ha- li- listen, 
How much caviar would you put in a baked potato? Well, listen, I, I'm going to show... This isn't even a question I have written down, but since you brought it up. I'm going to show my um, rural small town girl here. I've never had caviar. Listen, I, listen I, I'm from the suburbs and I've never had it either. But that's because I've never wanted it. No, I've ate, I've ate plenty of baked potato. <laughs> right, like, now, I've had a baked potato, but I've had bacon bits, like caviar. Yeah, around here, if you want to make a fancy baked potato, you put work on it. Work? I've never tried that. <laughs> like a barbecue baked potato? I've never heard of such things, but I'm interested. You have all my attention. Loaded with cheese. That sounds so exciting. I feel like <laughs> I've been missing out on something my entire life. Like, 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 like. Like I like like I I feel like the whole world knows a secret that I don't. Yeah, I I you anything on a baked potato is good. I think. I've never put anything but like salt and like you know just like the normal things that people put on. I've never thought to like put random. Listen, we could go on a whole deep dive about what goes on a baked. Well, potato. I did go that can on, be the cooking segment. On one of on my stories a while back, it was before Kathy had went on with her baked potato. I had done a story asking about. First, I did a story asking about mashed potatoes, and I got so many responses on it. Um, it was a whole thing, and then I did one on baked potatoes, and it was a whole thing. So, I on my page, I like to refer to. Um, my followers, my friends on there as potato heads. I love that. That's cute. That's cute. It's cute. That is cute. Now, it's disgusting. Look, it's so cute. I mean, it's disgusting. And, you know, that's why we love it. You know, some people just like being gross. It's, it's like those those people who love the, like, pimple popper videos. I'm one of them. I'm, I, I'm those people. You know, sometimes gross is just good for you. <laughs> sometimes gross is good for you. You know, people watched Jackass back in the day. Ugh. Let's not be so hard on ourselves. Don't get me started on Jackass. I'm just saying, like, I had friends who literally, like, sent, made audition tapes trying to get on that shit. Shout out to Tyler Ross. I love you, bro. <laughs> but, like, like, I don't, I will never understand that. But I mean, hey, who am I to judge? Right. Who am I to judge? To now, their own. Different strokes, different folks. Shout out to Gary Cole. Potato, potato. You say potato, See I what say I did. tomato. See what I did there? Right. <laughs> I love you. You were fun. You were fun. You are like subtle fun. I love that. Now, do you have children? Yes, I do. Boys, <laughs> girls, both. I have um, a little boy who's 12. He's not very little anymore. He'll be 13 right. in December. And then, um, so my husband is 10 years older than me. When I met him, we've been married for 20 years. When I met him, he had a seven-year-old girl, a seven-year-old boy and eight-year-old girl that he was raising. So, um, I am their stepmother, but 
I'm their mom, you know? Like, yeah, 100%. Right. So we have the two older kids, and then later on down the road, we had um, our son who's 12. So he is actually an uncle now because our older kids have kids. So I'm technically a grandmother. I love that. I love when the people have like sets of kids and it's like we had kids when when we first got married or or, or I'm like you have like the older bonus babies and then we had a baby of our own like 10 years later when they were half grown now they have kids and now like the uncle is like in high school and like (laughs) I know it's a whole thing like we have we so we have the kids and then we have the grandkids now and it's just it's a lot <laughs> y'all got a whole family now I, I now I say all of that because I wanted to ask how would you feel about your kids working for Lisa Vanderpump oh, are you kidding me I would love it I'd be like can I get free uh, like an appetizer free or something free goat cheese balls yeah. <laughs> and I would be there peeking around the corner trying to get it I you're asking the wrong I would I wouldn't care Oh, I, there are no wrong answers here. I want to know exactly how you feel about it because you're you're the second person who's had that reaction, but I love it because the I never expect people to have that reaction because people always go the other way with it. So, let's say that that your child have been working at Pump for a year, right? Say they've been working at Pump for a year, then they come to you and they're like, "Mom, guess what?" I've been working at Pump for a year. I've been doing so well. They asked me to test for, for Vanderpump rules. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm excited. See, I, I love that, personally. I live for that. I understand why people would be like, oh, wait a minute, hold on. But I love that there are people who have these very opposing, like it's never been in the middle. It's always been absolutely not. Or when do I meet Lisa? Exactly. And I love that. So this is where those two those two polar opposites tend to find common ground. Mm-hmm. So, so your child's been working at Pump for um two years. They've been on the show for a year. They're killing it. They're a fan favorite on the show. Everybody loves your kid on Vanderpump Rules. They're a star, darling. They're a star. They come home for Thanksgiving and they bring home a Jax or a James Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And say, oh, this is who I'm dating, Mark, my new boyfriend. I'm eating Jax. Oh my God, James Kennedy, having love. Now what you got? Well, you've got a, you've got a whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? This is where they're both like, oh, now wait a minute. But it doesn't matter if they found them at Pump or they're going to, they can bring home, um, Jacks or James from working at anywhere, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily have to meet them on the show, but how would you feel about them bringing home one of those types of people, like a James Kennedy? And it's like, oh, this is my new boyfriend. You happy for me? I don't know. Coming from, you know, like I said, we have an older daughter, so just if they, sometimes it's just like, do they have a job? Yes. Okay, good. I approve. (laughs) Fair enough. 
Like when you like when the girls get a certain age, because I have an eight-year-old daughter who's basically eighteen at this point. When the girls get get a certain age, it's like you all of a sudden turn into Steve Martin from like Father of the Bride, and it's like duh. Does the man have a job? Can he support you? Is he trustworthy? Is the man loyal? Does he want children? Can he provide? Yeah. Then I'm cool. Then you stop caring about who he is as a person. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, hopefully that worked out for Steve Martin's kids. Do you want to play a game with me? Sure. You've heard of the game This or That, right? Mm-hmm. Let's play a Housewives slash Bravo edition, Okay. All right. Drew or Sanya? Drew. Kenya or Marlo? Kenya. Kyle or LVP? Hmm. Kyle. Monique or Candace? I've recently, I would have said Monique, but I've recently changed. I've, I'm now. There are no wrong answers. Yeah, Candace. <laughs> they are no wrong answers. How I like people to approach this game, just because it's funnier to me, is like you remember the um show called um um America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. You're Tyra Banks, and there's two housewives standing here. You have oh. one contract in your hand. I have one. And one housewife <laughs> is now in. We'll okay. continue in the running towards becoming America's Next Top Housewife. Who are okay. you giving the contract to? All Jill right. or Bethany? Uh, Bethany. I love Jill, but if we're approaching it as the who I'm giving the contract to, I would have to say, no, I changed my mind, Jill. <laughs> surprise surprise I changed my mind I love it Gretchen or Alexis uh, Alexis everyone always does that on that question like every time I get to Gretchen or Alexis they're all just like ah oh, damn I hate yeah. both of them anyway. Everybody always hates both of them. They're always like, neither. <laughs> so funny. That gets me every time. Candy or Phaedra? Candy. Vicky or Tamara? Tamara. Kelly or Heather? Heather DeBro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Obviously. Heather. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's so funny. Ooh. Gina or Emily? Emily, I love Emily. That Me too. that's I love popular. Gina too, but I love Emily. I love Emily. And Emily is like so like she actual she's really responsive on Instagram. Mm, I don't know that. Which I find it like you might have a housewife that you really don't like as well, but mm. they're like super nice to you on Insta- Instagram and you like change your opinion. I've had housewives grow on me where I didn't mm-hmm. like them at first and then I'll see them e- either continuing on the show or I'll see them in interviews after or like they'll start a YouTube channel. Yeah. And I'll fall in love. I'll be like, oh my God, why 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 would you, why would you this person on the show? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. 
shout out to you girl shout out to Alexis shout, shout out to Jesus Jeff because she's one of those girls she's one of those girls so is Gretchen for me well the, I mean, just Gretchen one of those girls can't do anything without I mean her she's unrecognizable with her filters what she's always looked a little uncanny valley even on the show she looked almost unhuman on the show and I'm not saying that negatively because I love Jocelyn Wildenstein. She's everything to me. But Gretchen never looked all the way human. Like, yeah, like, uh, I know what you mean. Do you but now... Me? Like, it's hard for me to explain it any other way than that. But she's never really looked all the way human. Almost like picture perfect. She's like, it's almost like a, like, she looks like a clone of somebody. Like it's like, <laughs> like I don't understand. Like, 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 I, like I really don't know how to break that down any better than that. But like, she almost looks like a clone. Like, like maybe she was Stepford made wives? in a, like made in a factory. Yes, like she gives Stepford wives. Mm -hmm. Like the like she looks like a human, but like a perfectly made human, like a mold of a human. Like it's just. Shout out to Gretchen, girl. You are beautiful just the way you are. God bless you. I know. But you've so never looked completely the, human. She doesn't need the filter. I got into this whole thing with Portia the other day because she she um, posted something on the internet and it found its way to me on Twitter. And you could see in the video, like, the filter kept jumping on and off. And I was like, why are you trying this hard? Like, you don't need all this. Mm -hmm. Filter. Like, just let the girl be pretty. Damn. Just embrace... For you, you, you done got all this work done in your face, and now you gonna try to mess it up with filters. You done got all this work done in your face, put all this makeup on, paid for all this glam, and then gonna put a filter on it. Yeah. <laughs> the filters suck you in. Now listen, I ain't gonna, you know, go too far with it, because Snapchat, they will take you on a ride, okay? So I understand how, how the girls get sucked in. But I'm like, girl, you you literally paid to have a Snapchat filter put on your face. And then you're going to mess it up with another filter. Child. Anyway. It's, a, it's a filter on a filter on a filter. It's literally six degrees of separation Snapchat edition. Like, it's so many filters at one time. I'm like, oh, my God. <sighs> Calm down. Sutton or Diana? Sutton. Brandy or Denise? Brandy. I love you're the first person to pick Brandy, I think. Really? I think so. I, I pick love Brandy personally. Brandy. I pick Brandy, but most people pick Denise. I like Denise, but I love Brandy. I like Denise before she was on Housewives. Like yeah. if you go on YouTube, there's a compilation of Denise Richards on, on Watch What Happens Live before she was on Housewives. Mm -hmm. She's a completely different person. It makes her entire season two make no sense because she was so upset because people were talking about threesomes around her children, but yet you were simulating oral sex on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, yeah. Like, you gave Andy's finger a blowjob. <laughs> anyway, girl. <laughs> Camille or Renna? Uh, Camille. Crystal or Teddy? Crystal. 
you you said that like bitch how dare you ask me that <laughs> you said that like how dare you the, the audacity the audacity the audacity and you know what's funny most people answer it just like that they <laughs> always say it just like the crystal what, what, like how is that a question Garcelle or Erica Garcelle and I like I loved Erica and she's kind of like the one we were talking about like Jen I, I've always loved Erica and then it started so well and then yeah but so yeah I mean if two stand before me and I have to pick I'm gonna pick Garcelle that's fair and listen you picking one don't mean that that you're shading the other this goes for you and all the other people who I'm gonna have this this conversation with in, in the future that are also listening to, to this podcast choosing one is not shade on the other you don't have to hate the other one just because you pick this one but like I said it's Tyra Banks you only got one contract and we got 10 minutes left till we have to go oh the commercial yeah who are you giving a contract to it's life or death. No, I'm, no, no, I'm joking. But to wrap up the, the um, game, there's a bonus question. Now, this one is a three-way split. Ooh. Ready? It's like double whammy, double whammy. <laughs> yeah, this is double jeopardy. Bing, bing, bing. Last round, it's double or nothing. Okay. No, go, no whammies, no whammies. 818, Vita Tequila, Casa de Sol. Casa de Sol. Work, work. I can't tell you how many people have picked eight one eight. Well, I, I mean, and so is Eva Longoria in with the Cross and Del Sol? From what I hear, she was the original owner, and then Kathy, Kathy, wow, Kathy. and then Kathy, <laughs> and then <laughs> what kind of Freudian slip was that? And then Kathy came and partnered with her later on. But, but, but Eva Longoria has owned this tequila since like 2015, 2016, from what I remember reading on Google. That is so interesting because Eva was a, a desperate one desperate housewife. housewife. I said the exact same thing. I, uh, I was like, oh, this show gets meta and more meta and more meta by the day. I know. I just I feel like I need to cleanse myself of all the shit that we put we ourselves need a de- through. We need a detox. I'm telling you. I don't know how we do this every week. <laughs> I don't know how we do this two and three times a week. And they air multiple franchises at the same time now. I like know. And it, now, because I've started my page and my Etsy store, it's like... I Now I'm we have to watch these shows? I'm constantly yelling at my family, I'm working! Yes. <laughs> yes. I literally, like, listen... I record this podcast in my car because it's the only place that, that I get any damn peace and quiet. So I had to take a manila folder and write a sign to put in my car window when I'm doing the interviews that says, on air, recording an interview. Can't talk right now. Sorry for inconvenience. So people will not walk up to my car window and knock on the window. Hey! Hey! They like, do that? Who's, I mean, again, I'm out here in Hooterville. I live in the backwoods like, of Alabama. Uh, and they're just going to walk up and knock on your window. Country of hell. <laughs> God bless. Shout out to all my family. Shout out to all y'all. Love y'all country asses to death. I would love but, to drive by and see a car with 
vanilla envelope in the window that says on air in huge letters like it is huge letters on air recording an interview cannot talk right now because i'm like if if y'all don't leave me the hell alone because i will leave this in the see they, they know i'm crazy I will leave them coming and knocking on my door asking for for the craziest stuff in the podcast so people can hear how crazy y'all are bothering me. (laughs) I I, I will embarrass y'all. God bless you. So now they get the message. (laughs) Speaking of getting the message, because my father-in-law got embarrassed down to my doggone podcast the other day. I threatened him. I I will leave this in my YouTube video. Quick, I'm in out here hollering while I'm on this dog on camera, <laughs> and on a Sunday too. Jesus, oh, I love it. Anyway, what's your favorite Nene Leakes quote? I just like an old-fashioned bloop. Yeah, work classic. <laughs> you know what my favorite is? There are two. There are two Nene Leakes quotes that. I say all the time for no reason at all in response to anything. Somebody could ask me anything and I will respond with one of these two phrases. The first one is when um, when um, Kim was allegedly pimping out her daughter for John Legend tickets and she was like, the music ain't that good. I listen at it on the iPod. (laughs) I will say that to anything for no reason at all. No context, zero. And then the other one is the one that I use every day. My husband knows I'm like on one when he hears this. This is not sweetie, okay? I am not your children. <laughs> when, this, when they was on the tour bus and she about choked Kim on that bus. Oh, I say that all the time. This is not sweetie, okay? I am not one of your children. I was like, girl, why are you yelling? Like y'all are sitting lit like your like your finger is in her nostrils. Y'all are so close. When you are literally on, when they get on a bus, you know nothing good's gonna happen. Or a sprinter van. Or a boat. Or a boat. Or a dining table. Or a... <laughs> You get these women together. Nothing you put them women together and nothing good ever happens. You get the whole cast together. Hell is gonna break loose. I don't understand how this works. How does that work? Speaking of how does that work, how has the Bravo fandom embraced your content? Oh, I'm like with open arms. <laughs> I mean, like uh, I said, at the beginning, I was shocked that because I was like, okay, so in a year, which is coming up in December, congrats. I was wanting, I'm like, I just want like a thousand followers you know and it shouldn't be it's not all about the followers you're having fun you know but i mean you gotta have a goal no, but it's good to, right it's good to have milestones and goals and things to and work so for. i was like a thousand but i mean like today i just reached 20k so right. yeah congratulations and everybody awesome. has really been fun and i always keep my page light fun you know i don't i'm not like i'm not a tea site yeah I love that that's so awesome that just gives me hope and just something to to aspire to because I'm like I'm just 
you know, I, I have a big mouth, and I, I, and I, you know, like I said, dive deeper into these shows than most people feel is necessary and ask all the questions about what they don't want out. So I sound like I'm a T-channel, right? That sounds very gossip and T-driven. But I use that kind of as, like, the gimmick to, to pull you in. And I do talk a little shit, but... Really what this is, is I want to dive into like the psychology of Housewives, dive into the production, dive into the editing, dive into people's personal experiences with Bravo. How does reality TV affect people? How does it inspire you to create content? And then I was also raised by, you know, activists, you know, social awareness groups. So I also care about all of the deeper stuff that, you know, people don't want to talk about one Housewives. You know, shout out to Lisa Renna and Hubbush. Anyway... <clears throat> What is your favorite show outside of the Housewives cinematic you, 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 universe? Is there like a Bravo show that you watch that's not a part of Housewives that is still your joint, but it's not Housewives? A Bravo show? Mm-hmm. We'll do a show outside of Bravo next. Okay. Well, um, I, I like Below Deck. Hmm. Tell me about Below Deck. Low deck because I keep saying that I'm gonna watch it, but if you look at how long my watch list of things that I say that I'm gonna watch actually is, you won't believe me. So well, I'm not like so I you know if Bravo's on in my house, it's usually Housewives. So mm-hmm. but sometimes I'll watch Below Deck. I'm not that big of a fan where I can like give you like specifics necessarily. I mean, some things kind of stick out more than others, but. Below deck, I'll put on like say like a snowy, a snow day at home, and I'll just like put it on a marathon or binge it, you know. Hmm. Okay. So below deck is like the um, Saturday cleaning your house, binge below deck, have some playing in the background, right? Play while it's raining outside. Mm-hmm. I can dig that. So, what's your favorite non-Bravo reality show? Big Brother. I'm a big, big brother fan. And then we also, in our house, we are sucked into Yellowstone. I, what is Yellowstone? What is Yellowstone? Yes. Is it about the actual park? <laughs> no. Do I sound crazy? Tell me, what, what, what is Yellowstone? I, I mean, it's with um, Kevin Costner, you know, the Yellowstone, the Dutton Ranch. I know who Kevin Costner is. Am I getting warmer? Yes, because I said Kevin Costner. <laughs> I don't. I've never heard of this show. What? What? Okay. I, listen, I spend most of my time on YouTube specifically, okay. so so it's I don't watch a, a lot saga. of actual TV. It's like a saga of. Um, it's supposed to be on a Montana ranch. It is filmed in Montana. It's like beautiful setting and it's just a a family that's trying to protect their land and their western wear (laughs) see I spent a lot of time watching like like I spent a lot of my time on YouTube watching Wheel of Fortune but like from the early 80s back when they had a daytime version and I watch a lot of HGTV so 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 like really when I'm not watching housewives and stuff for my podcast I'm watching a, a, a lot of love it or list it well I don't know an like. Roach. I mean if you want to see like a, a drama that's like a 
it's just good. I mean, I not everybody likes it, but I'll give it a watch. I'll try anything one. Like it's I'll give that, it. <laughs> it's something that my husband will watch with me, which is very hard to find. Like we'll that's our show we watch together, you know. I love that. See, for my husband, it's like the mass singer, RuPaul's Drag Race, or like an anime with him. It's like you have a very small list, so you better catch me while you can. Well, I don't know if you would guys would like uh Yellowstone. Well, I give it well, I'll give all shows at least one at least one to two episodes just to see how it goes. Yeah, you gotta get into some it. Shows suck mean, me I'm in. not I'm not gonna lie. Some of it's very it's so it's like, oh my god, really? This is corny, but you gotta get through a few corny moments. Well, I married my husband because he was corny and liked dad jokes. So okay. we're getting better. Woo We're warming up to it. No, but um, did you watch Bravo before Housewives existed? Mm. It's like, when was that? <laughs> Whoa! Um, probably you know, like because I watched Flipping Out, right? That's yeah, like the Flipping Out days. Yeah. Kathy Griffin, My Life on the D List, the right, Rachel Gold yes, Project, mm-hmm. Tabitha Coffee. Yes. Oh, yeah, the hair, the hair stylist. Yes, she used to take over hair salons. Uh-huh. And, you know, um, back when Project Runway was originally on Bravo. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The good old days. A lot of people, I ask people that, and they look at me like I'm all of a sudden 75 years old. Like, <laughs> they all of a sudden think I'm Ramona's age, and I'm like, I'm 31. Like, why do oh. I all of a sudden... Like, why am I all of a sudden old? I was like Bravo before Hellfire. I'm 41, so... You sound like you're 25. I literally thought I was older. No, I'm 41. You you can lie to me. It's fine. (laughs) Or just embrace it. Because I love women. I love women who who are like, yes, I'm 41. So what? Eat it. Mm, I don't know that I'm embracing it yet, but... Well, go for it. It's fine. Trust me. Trust me, it's great. Ask someone who's 10 years younger than you. <laughs> if you could work on a franchise of Housewives and they let you choose what job you wanted to do, would you choose to produce, edit, or cast Housewives? Mm, I don't want to do any of that. I just want to like work uh, on the Roni set and like, carry around Luann's Giovanni dresses. So you want to be Luann's assistant, specifically. (laughs) She's like, I don't want to do anything in production. I just want to carry Luann's dress. Yeah. That's it. Thank you, Giovanni. That's all I want to do. Let me fix her tea so we can feel Giovanni together. And that is the limit to which I will contribute to this madness. Yep. That sounds good. I'm here for that. I love I love that answer, to be perfectly honest. Because people usually get really deep into that. They're like, ooh, what would I do? Oh, my gosh. You're, you're like, no, no. No. I'll rather just get Luann coffee. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just get Luann Starbucks. That makes me happy. <laughs> that makes me happy. I love that. I would draw the line at, like, having to clean up Ramona's shit off the floor. Listen. Fair enough. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Housewives duo? 
Luann and Sonia. 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 <laughs> I love that. I'm still trying to pin down my favorite housewives duo. That's why I kind of chose this question because I can't really decide and I'm waiting on somebody's answer to like spark something and be like, yeah, that is my favorite when you think about it. I'm still working on it. But now let's just go into, you, you know, we're small town girls. I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina. That's an army town. You're from Arkansas. So I don't think either one of us would, would ever make a purchase like this. But let's just be actresses for a minute. Let's just, you know, days of our lives this day really quick. Where would you wear $750,000 earrings? Where would I wear them? Yeah. If I had $750,000 earrings, just I would probably wear them anywhere, everywhere. Anywhere and everywhere, just hide them in plain sight. <laughs> well, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, why have them if you're not going to wear them? I would, I... I would probably sleep in them. Um... <laughs> absolutely love that for me I wouldn't understand why somebody would buy me $750,000 earrings because I would never make that purchase but I when I think about earrings that expensive the only thing that I can think about the only thing is on keeping up with the Kardashians when when Kim jumped into the ocean and she came back up with that without the earring and she had a full-blown panic attack oh yeah so maybe yeah like maybe you wouldn't want to wear them I just I would I would feel like I stole them even if somebody had me even if somebody gave me a receipt and a certificate of authenticity (laughs) I would just owning something that expensive would just feel stolen to me I'd be like why do I have this why is this in my possession who's gonna come and break in my house and try to take this like 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 it feels like I I have the green destiny from like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like, why do I have this? Just get it away from me. No, 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 I don't want it. It feels like it's stolen. No, I can't do it. It's obscene. It's obscene. It's vulgar. It's like, why? Why? $750,000. Really? Really? You can just go to Jewel or go go down to Zales and pick you out a nice pair of one carriage. Or whatever, girl. God bless you. Who would you cast on your ultimate girl's trip and where would you send them? And you can't cast who, who has already been on a girl's trip. This is your criteria. Your show, you do whatever you want to. Bring girls back if you want to. I don't care. Um... I loved this last Ultimate Girls Trip. The ex-wives club? Yeah. Yeah, they blew it out the water. But, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like I keep saying Luann to everything, but she's my favorite, so I've got to have if her. If she's your favorite housewife, bring her on. Get that woman a check, honey. Yeah. Um, so, how many? Six? Five? Five, six. Okay, so Luann, and then we're going to do um, Garcelle. I love Garcelle. Okay. I want to see Luann and Garcelle together. 
Um, when you said that, I, that instantly made me think. I was like, oh, that'd be an interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's see, maybe. Um, Tamara, she always adds to, she can always shake it up. Mm-hmm. Um, why is my mind going blank? Uh, because it's that thing of like you know something until somebody asks you and then once they ask you then your mind goes let's see what margaret brings margaret josephs she's my favorite new jersey housewife so i I agree with you hands down i love marge and hmm. we can't bring nini nini would never come back to a Bravo show, would she? I don't know if they would let her ass come back, personally. She she said she would come back to Real Housewives of Atlanta since she burned down the bridge. Really? She said that, yes. She said on, she said in an, in, in, in some interview, I, I can't remember whose show it was, but she said that she would have to have a conversation with Andy Cohen and then they, then they could have some sort of conversation about her coming back to Real Housewives of Atlanta. Andy, when, when he was asked about it, he was like, I feel like she told me to keep keep her name out of my mouth, and I'm gonna respect that. Hmm. Well, you broke that. I mean, see, you're we're just breaking all kinds of news. I didn't mean doing a podcast about being nosy as hell gets me. I guess <laughs> brand new information. Yeah, she said she would come back. She was like, because I can't remember what interview it was, but I'll look it up and I'll send it to you. Um, she was like, yeah, I would just have to have a conversation with Andy Cohen. And mind you, this is after she said that he was a racist and a cokehead and nobody knew you, been, knew you until you knew me and nobody. And like, this is after she done went on Instagram live with Bill, with a Ben Crump and the lawyer and said that Bravo was racist. This is after all of that. Yeah. Before she filed the lawsuit. But wow. after she did all of that. Wow. So, you yeah, know. No. All right. Well, I named five. Do I need to keep going? <laughs> no, not at all. I, um, my last question for you is the question that any person who gets at uh, I feel like every person who's ever been a fan of Housewives says they like what says they like Housewives says they've ever watched Housewives has been asked this question and I'm going to ask it to you. What's your tagline? What is my tagline? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, how about don't call me trash until you've slept in my trailer? That is so brilliant well i can't i mean it is a song that i listen to so is that that a song lyric yeah i don't i I love send me the song oh gosh it's real okay um and so then that makes me think too i could say (laughs) um this isn't a song but maybe to be more original (laughs) you can call me whatever you'd like just don't call me late to dinner love that that's cute because i like to eat 
I'm here for that. I am here for that. If you could go to Old Lady Game, what would you order? Hmm. I, you know, I'm gonna go to Atlanta in December to see the Countess Cabaret Christmas. Nice. And it's on my list. I want to go to Old Lady Game. So I don't know. I'll have to look at their menu. But this song says you gotta get fried chicken and mac and cheese. So I love that. I'm here for that. So we're gonna follow up and see what you get when you go down to the Atlanta Portal or the cabaret and see what you get down to the OLG. I can't wait, cause I've never been, but I'm dying to know, but I love to read the reviews and like give people's personal experience first, cause I don't like to try new, new things. I hate change. Well, I'm just like, even if it's not good, I just want the experience. Just to go and mm-hmm. see people act a fool probably. Yeah, I've got to get a list. I know there's a list out there. Someone can help me find uh, all the places I need to go. Yeah, like, I would say go to, like, Tag's Boutique, which is Candy's Clothing Store, the OLG, Blaze Steak, well, I will Blaze Steakhouse, I was gonna say Blaze Steakhouse, but anyway, um, in Atlanta. And the Bailey Wine Cellar, is that still a thing? Yes, the Bailey Wine Cellar. And then just um, to maybe drive by uh, She by Charade. Uh, not She by Charade. Um, Chateau Charade. Yeah. Well, you could get a two for one because Kenya lives right down the street. So okay. if you drive a little uh, further down the street, you can see both of their house. And, and then uh, I don't necessarily know how the archive works, but she may let you come in and look at the clothes. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. We'll see. <laughs> But this has been so much fun. Thank you yes, so much for hanging out my, with me. My first podcast and it was fine. I told you, you're you're in a safe space. There's nothing to worry about. We, all, there, there's no wrong answers. There, this is all your criteria, your opinion. And I just wanted to get to know you through your, through, through your reality TV. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And then Anytime. we'll follow up on the Swan Deep Dive. Absolutely, because I really want to do that episode, and I think you're the perfect person to do it with because you're just as perplexed about the Swan as I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm upset. Yes. So, you guys heard it here. We're gonna be doing a part two sometime in the future, all about the Swan. And you guys, I guarantee. Just based on us doing a show about the the, the swan, you're not going to want to miss that episode. I can already guarantee it. But until then, let all the people know where they can find you. Where's your Etsy store? Where's your Instagram? Where can they follow you? Where can they send things you love? Buy all of your things. I am on Instagram, Allison Bravo Land. And then my Etsy store is Allison Bravo Land. That's all I got. Yes, go and check it out. Go and shop. They have really cute sweatshirts. They have a dolly mug that I want to get for my mother-in-law. Really cute. And I go go and subscribe, show love, like everything, write comments, tell them that I sent you. And thank you so much for being here. Until next time when we do the Swan Deep Dive, I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you again. Oh, thank you. Have a good weekend. You too, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, love.
All right, everybody. That was my conversation with Alice Dew from Alice in Bravo Land. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation as much as we did. And I hope you guys are are as excited as I am to have her back to do a full deep dive on The Swan. You know, I'm actually really excited to dive back into that show because I haven't seen it in the better part of 20 years at least. And I am so excited to see if it is as chaotic and psychotic as I remember. Because the concept, in theory, is something that is so hypnotizing to an average television viewer. But then when you think just a little bit deeper into that... It is something that is completely insane to go and take somebody and completely transform them surgically, not allow them to see any part of the process, and then to reveal that on national television in front of their family and the entire world. Whew. Talk about intense, you know? However, comma, I think that's going to be an amazing episode for Alice and I to dissect. And I think that that's going to be some interesting reality television that you guys are going to be put up on. How many of you guys remember The Swan? How many of you guys remember that? Drop down in the comments and let me know. Make sure you leave me a voicemail. Make sure you respond to the question on Spotify. Make sure you guys leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. By the way, we are on all streaming platforms for podcasts officially we are officially on every single place where you can get podcasts we are on apple podcast google podcast amazon um audible stitcher iheart um overcast pocket cast i think the only place that we are not on officially is radio public and that's because I'm having some trouble setting that up. I'm not exactly sure why, but they keep sending me the link to verify it. And then it's not, I go to verify it and finalize everything. And then it says there's something wrong at the end. So either way, besides Radio Public, my podcast is officially everywhere else that podcasts or stream. So you can go and get it everywhere. If you look at the link in all of my bios, including the link for the podcast to the show on Instagram, Real Reality Realness, please go follow. Um, that'll take you, and there's a specific link to every single podcast streamer that the show is on. So if you go and click the link in my bios, you can go and get links to every single one of the players. You, you can get links to the Super Chat and get a straight connect to my YouTube channel. My mixtape is up there. Um, you can connect with me directly via voicemail or email. Um, you can donate to the podcast there. All of it is in that link. So make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast at Real Reality Realness on Instagram. And if you want to, subscribe to me at Cherie Laveau. Make sure you subscribe to Alice in Bravo Land and check out her Etsy page and make sure you subscribe, follow, and, you know, show her some love. If you like the show, make sure you leave me a five-star rating, leave me a review. Everywhere that podcasts are streamed, except Radio Public. And, yeah, I appreciate y'all for being here. I'm going to get out of here and I'm finally getting it down, so I'm going to say it. Make sure you guys be real, stay in reality, and always bring the realness. Love you, bye. Until the next episode. Peace.